Here's a paraphrased conversation that happened recently in my office. Them. Do you have a few minutes? I fucked something up. I need to tell you about it. Me. Sit down. Them. I fucked up blank. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Here's how I'm fixing it. Me. Thanks for telling me. This conversation is going to be so much easier because you took ownership. Blah, 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 blah. Have a great day. In a lot of organizations, people hide mistakes, but not a cutter. It's not uncommon for someone to walk into my office or up to their boss and start a conversation by saying, I funked something up and need to tell you about it. I love when this happens because the second a person takes ownership, they create a major connection point between the two of us. And the second I respond in a calm, curious way, I create connection back. Now imagine a different scenario where I hear about an issue and I have to go find a person to ask what's going on. In that moment, that person drives a wedge between us instead of connecting us. Or imagine a third scenario where a person shows up to my office, takes ownership, and I act like a prick and go off the rails. In that moment, I drove a wedge between us and I made it very likely that person will never show up and ask to take ownership ever again. Connection is not created by one big party every year. Connection is created in thousands of continuous small moments in multiple ways all the time. We define connection at Gooder as engaging with others in a meaningful way. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Culture Gooder podcast with Stephen Lease and Sean Tinney. This podcast is a behind the shades look at creating and changing culture inside of Gooder sunglasses. You can live with the status quo, you can challenge the status quo, or you can do what we do at Gooder and status the quo challenge. All right, so before we get to talking about connection, uh, let's have a little brief connection of our own with a lightning round, what do you Perfect. say? <laughs> cool. <laughs> what was your favorite childhood TV show? Oh, either Thundercats or DuckTales. Wow, DuckTales, that's classic. Uh, how about now? What's your favorite show now? Oh, anything Star Trek. Heard that. What about big party or small gathering? Well, it's really contextual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I'll take Fair. I'll take both in certain situations. <laughs> Fair. All right. Uh, what is your favorite question to ask people that you've just met? What's your story? Hmm. Why do you like that one? Because what do you do is such an annoying question. Mm-hmm. And what's your story? People can take it any way they want. Yeah. Nice. We'll log that away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then which Gooder stock was most memorable to you? Do we count Flamingo Awards? Sure. I mean, probably the Flamingo Awards from this last year, but there's there's a lot of memories there. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a few missing as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's jump in here. So what does connection mean to you, Stephen? Well, I mean, a Gooder, we define connection as engaging with others in a meaningful way. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I mean, I would say the same thing for me. It is way more about the small moments uh, and, and the continuous small moments, right? Brene Brown talks about the whole marble jar concept of every time somebody does something that's like connection based, uh, you they add marbles to the jar, right? Mm-hmm. You just add a few marbles at a time. Yeah. But this idea that one, you know, one happy hour a month is how you create connection or, uh, you know, being a mediocre partner but then getting a really nice birthday present for your partner is right. it's, it's not yeah. like to me it is continuous small moments and and really i think there's a lot of like being very present in those moments mm, agreed yeah that's a nice add too because easy to go through the motions but people can tell if you're not really there yeah yeah um, all right so in your opinion what's the difference between a relationship and a transaction and what helps to create connection right well i think a relationship is connection i don't know the textbook uh definition but i would i would say that 
relationship, you are connected. Um, so you're both have like a, an invested in, interest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, in so relationship is connection. Uh, transaction is like actually like an explicit exchange, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that's really important where in a relationship in theory you shouldn't be doing anything to get something back Mm -hmm. but in a transaction you absolutely are yeah and that's okay too right right for sure how about you uh well i uh agree with you there i was gonna go take us a little off script and kind of a rabbit hole here and see if we, we could uh identify are we building a relationship a connection with our customers in the way that we put packaging together and the way that we uh present the product like that kind of thing is there does it feel to one sided is that transactional or is that connection building? Yeah, I mean, probably could be both, right? I yeah. think that if we were to unpack that, absolutely, all of our marketing, you know, we we our north star there is creating connection, mm-hmm. right? We believe in this idea of making somebody laugh, how powerful that is, yeah. and and we want people to feel a certain way when they open our product and put on glasses. So we are creating connection. We do mm-hmm. have a relationship with our customers. And part of my role here at Gooder is not only to look over the well-being of our staff, but it is our customers. And it actually is protecting the agreement that we have made to them as yeah. an escapism brand and, yeah. and, and all these things. And so I do believe it's both. And I think it depends on the customer, where I think some customers... Th- uh, I think we have a lot of hardcore fans and relationships with our customers that mm-hmm. are in it and they love it. And I also think we have some that uh, customers who saw us on at a counter and they needed a pair of sunglasses and it's a transaction, right? right so right. I think both are true. And uh, I think it's the same way, right? I think the the other rabbit hole you go down is like, well, are the is the staff here or, you know, are we, is there, is there a relationship or is it a transaction because mm-hmm. everybody gets paid? Right. And I would actually talk about it in the exact same way. Yeah. Like it's yeah. both. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's both end. And it's always got to work in both cases, uh, no matter what, right. To keep going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I think like the easy thing would be in a relationship, I don't know, technically, um, you're not expecting anything in return and a transaction you are. Right. For yeah. sure. Otherwise it's probably not a good deal. Yeah, you get fucked <laughs> over. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So, what are some of the ways that we build shared connections here at Gooder? Well, I mean, it, it happens. We had um, this woman, Kelly Simpson, who's a doctoral student, did a research product on us, and she called out this thing that I never thought of before in her um, in her thesis about you know one way connections created is just is making you know. Um, having like things or making people laugh. And, and one thing that's very unique about Gooder is it, everybody who applies here has to draw an, uh, an octopus fighting a pirate. Mm-hmm. So we all have that in common. That's a, that's a weird little thing that we're connected by, yeah, right? Yeah. We all get tested for Enneagram. And so mm-hmm. we all have an Enneagram type. So we are all connected by Enneagrams. Yeah. We also have fun titles here mm-hmm. uh, versus just a lame corporate title. We also do a thing during onboarding where there's a connection call where everybody has to, you have to talk to everybody in this company. Yeah. You have to have set up in your first three months a 15 minute call and answer four questions. And so these things that are very unique to our culture that if you peel back, like we are all, we all have all these things in common, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's amazing how many of those little things build up to where it kind of feels like a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, and then after that, we create opportunities for people to connect and build on that. And like, genuinely uh, create 
true connection and, and strong relationships. Yeah. So what are some of those things that we built in as, uh, as ways that we work connection points, uh, just as a part of how we do things at Gooder? Yeah. Right. I mean, the connection calls, which I talked about, yep. um, I mean, AMP, we have quarterly reviews, it's called AMP. And so during the same week, everybody's having a quarterly review, right? That is actually something that, that you're all, we're all connected with, yeah. which is a really weird thing to think about, but we all have that in common during that week. We, uh, we all learn how to have tough conversations. We use a thing called the clearing. Mm -hmm. And so that's a, we are actually connected by that conversation style. Yeah. And then there's obviously the big things like good or stock, which is our quarterly, um, um, summit. But I think it's all the other little things that, that connect us more. What, what are your thoughts? As you were saying that, I was realizing during AMP week, a lot of the time I'll be, you know, just sitting working while someone's coming out in between. So they've just given their presentation and they're waiting to, to receive scores and feedback, right? So I know how, what, like limbo that feels like. You just suck your ears floating around, wait, like this feels like a million years or maybe it's two minutes. I don't know. So I always just like make chit chat with people and like half the time they'll be like, get called back and think, thanks. All right. That helped, you know, it's just yeah. like getting through that, that little moment. Um, and I, I think a lot of people find a uh, connection in those ways. Like we, we recognize our shared experiences, whether it's something that you're excited about or something that you're nervous about. And I see a lot of people show up for each other in those moments. It's kind of fun. I agree. And, and it happens, it happens all the time. I mean, I think we, people, ask each other for a lot of like help or feedback, whether mm. it's reviewing yeah. a, a, a deck or a project. And like, those are all tiny little moments of connection. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 absolutely. And it's just a, you know, showing respect to each other, like asking for your opinion or perspective on something. It all yeah. builds trust. It all builds connection. For sure. Yeah. Uh, righty. So looking at just one connection point, that gooder stock retreat you were talking about. Um, so what kind of opportunities might be built into a big corporate retreat like that? Well, I think for me, there's a, there's a bunch of, you have a ton of just really fun one-off conversations with people that aren't work-related mm -hmm. and that's really cool, right? I mean, uh, we create the space for those to happen yeah. and, and I think that's really unique. Also for the ones that aren't like overnight aways, people got to bring their partners mm -hmm. and so you actually get a peek into people's lives and you get to talk to their, yeah. uh, their partner or their friend or whoever their, their plus one is. And those are really, really um, connection building moments for a lot of reasons. What's what's wild about it is this thing brought this thing happens w at work where you you go home and you talk to your partner Jen and mm -hmm. you were tell her about people at Gooder yeah and until she meets them she doesn't really know them yeah and she now gets to gets the opportunity to connect so she's connected now um, you can connect with her she's connected closer to you and the brand because of this which is a really weird thing to think about but that it is all connecting all of us oh yeah totally and it's so funny when the light goes on like you're maya amazing yeah <laughs> i heard so much you know it's like that moment is great and dancing dancing yeah. is really important dance so much dancing yeah. uh, i've never danced so much in my life i i always like remark that before gooder it was like weddings exclusively that's it if you want to see me dance invite me to a wedding <laughs> otherwise it's not gonna happen and now it's like every tuesday plus anytime we're doing anything <laughs> yeah yeah what are you gonna do um Cool. So you've invested in connection throughout the life of Gooder. Um, what can companies have been around for a while do to go beyond that standard, you know, happy hour type connection or whatever just feels like, all right, you know, we're running this list and feels like we're not getting a lot. Yeah. I mean, if I was to pick only one thing, it would be to 
teach and encourage their their staff to have more direct conversations, mm-hmm. more honest conversations. Yeah. I think both appreciation, right? Telling people how great they're doing, pulling them aside, giving them praise, uh, and then also calling them out when they're not doing good work. Mm. There's this really, this thing that happens where if you come into my office, Sean, and you're like, hey, hey I'm gonna present this idea. Can I get your thoughts? And it's shitty work. Mm-hmm. And I don't tell you it's shitty work. In that moment, I actually put a wedge between us. Right. That was on me. Like, like, like I drove a wedge between us instead of connecting us. Because I'm like, hey, um, there's some issues here. Let me tell you what's going on. X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. That is going to connect us more than anything. And I think if more companies you know, fuck a ping pong table and in in these happy hours, if you were to teach this and, and encourage it, set the tone for more um, real conversations with people on both sides, the good and the bad, uh, you would be, you know, head and shoulders ahead of other organizations. Yeah, for sure. To me, that speaks to valuing the work over the results, like the process, enjoying what you do, right? Because if you're more present for the work and with the people that you're with, that seems a lot more possible than if you're covering your ass and trying to hit some goal and just laser focused on that, right? For sure. And I think that at the end of the day, uh, so much what we have with most people in the world are just our little conversations. And, and, And if you can if you can just appreciate like those like really like, like small moments and you can, uh, if you can appreciate those and you can show up for those, it is going to be such a more enjoyable environment for everybody around. Mm-hmm. Right. It is. And it's, it's a, it's a very real thing. Uh, uh, I believe in, I was actually just walking downstairs before this episode yeah. and ran into our CFO, Brian and, and we're talking about a, a presentation yesterday and he's like, Oh, he's like, I have some, he's like, I have some feedback. You want me to, uh, uh, Slack too. I was like, I was like, well, I was like, I was like, is it quick? If it's quick, you can give it to me now. And he's yeah. like, you know, X, Y, and Z. I was like, yeah, fair point. Got it. Check. And it was all good. We moved on with our day, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. and and if you can just create that type of environment where, where somebody can can say like, hey, uh, I think we are off in X, Y, and Z. Things get a lot better, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just more enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you have to lead from top down, so the, the <laughs> leadership has to do this too. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was going to say because if you're not willing to hear that or participate in that conversation, then it's not going to happen. You're not going to have that conversation in the first place. You're not even going to receive the slack if it were to be a slack, right? But yeah. um, people are just going to hold it in, and then that inevitably builds resentment, gossip, back channeling, all that bullshit. So if if you want to avoid those things, thing one is be reasonable and respond to things well and be curious and like look to make connection with people so that they can feel comfortable leaning in and, and sharing what's on their mind. Yeah, for sure. And and then right there's, I mean, we're talking black belt level. I mean, the base level is just things like, if you notice, if you have commonality with people in the office, this is the easier stuff, right? I'm a huge um, uh, Denver Broncos fan, Colorado Avalanche fan. There's mm-hmm. some other people from Denver in this office. So we got that connection built <laughs> yeah. in. I'm not talking about that. That that stuff's easy, mm-hmm. right? Like it is this is that next level of of connection that that as leaders we all should have a responsibility to cultivate. For sure. And I think that's probably the most difficult thing to start doing, right? Is to recognize I have something that's difficult for me to say. And so I'm taking a risk by, by saying it. And if I'm willing to go through that, 
then I can see, hopefully through experience, that it actually builds trust and, and connection between us, right? Yeah. Um, and like you said in the, the intro, like there's a scenario where we could shut each other down and like train each other out of giving feedback. Um, and, and hopefully we're trying to avoid doing that. But like taking, having the courage to say something in the first place is something worth worth fighting for because it's hard to speak up and, and ha- create that opportunity to connect. Yeah, I mean, I have a, a practice. I have open office hours. I invite anybody um, to take them. They can give me feedback. They can ask for help. And um, this thing that I've noticed where when somebody comes in and if they're going to actually give me critical feedback, I have huge admiration for anybody at this company, mm-hmm. anybody anywhere who like shows up to the CEO's office to give them critical feedback. Right. And in that moment, my brain flips to like, you can do it. Like in yeah. my mind, I'm, 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 I'm like, <laughs> because I want them to do it. And I, and I want to, I, I, I don't even, it doesn't, it's quite irrelevant what it is or what is it about. But like, if I can do that and like, like, like can hold that space, um, it's going to make it okay for them to do this to anybody else at this mm, company. Mm-hmm. So you become encouraging to them. Oh, like, please. I'm like, oh, let me have it. In my, yeah. mind, in my mind, I'm thinking like, <laughs> like, 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 oh, let me have it. It's, yeah, it's all nice. good. Yeah. Nice. I mean, uh, and I would say, I know 75% of the time it's very valid feedback. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's, that is correct. I did fuck that up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're not willing to hear it, then how, how is anyone else going to learn from your example? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. So what do you think is the risk of not creating solid opportunities for people to connect? Yeah. I mean, you probably create distrust. Um, I, I'll take this a little bit a different way in the sense that I have a handful of friends that work for big tech companies, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of them have not been made to go back to work um, since the pandemic. Yeah. And like to the office or to the office. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they've moved out of the bay. And there's this general census I get from four I can think of where they aren't connected, but mm. they get paid really well. Yep. And they get a work remote. Yeah. And for them that's okay. Mm. And so I I don't want to live in that world. I don't wanna, you know, but I think that's okay, right? I mean, it, I think you're getting way closer to more of a transaction, <laughs> but right. that's not a, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that the lack of a culture in, in fact is the culture. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, um, you know, you, obviously you don't get loyalty. I would argue the work's not as great. I would make some arguments, but you know, if you're a giant SaaS based company out of the Bay, you probably don't give a fuck because your profit margin are out of control. Right. Scalable. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> um, it's a more harmonious environment. I do believe you get, better work because of this uh, on a continuous basis. And maybe even grow as a person. Yeah. Yeah. We have, yeah. I mean, what, what, what are your thoughts? What, what is the risk? Oh yeah. I mean, I think all of those things, um, and including, yeah, like you said, like disengagement, all that stuff, just kind of the feeling of like being in a silo and not really having a chance to grow because you're not getting other perspectives. You're not feeling like camaraderie with your your, your coworkers, yeah. like there's just so much there. Um, and you know, I, I, earlier in our conversation, I was thinking like, yeah, nobody's really trying to take credit for things. We're trying to give credit away. And I think that's gotta be a result of, of this constant desire to connect with each other as well. See everyone as people, see them for who they are as a complete person and what they're bringing to the table, you know, versus yeah. like fighting over scraps of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good call. There is a general sense of caring around here, yeah, yeah. right? I think that, and there, a lot goes into that, but that is a, if you, I think to thrive a gooder, you need to be an incredibly hard worker. You need to be incredibly um, um, caring and generous and incredibly self-aware. And I think that 
there's a lot of connection wrapped up in there that leads to a lot of amazing work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you think there's like a bottom line business value to connection? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's this thing I read in, I think it was Forbes a a year or two ago that companies with a high level of trust outperform the S&P 500 by a factor of three. So. Right. And that is a wild <laughs> stat to drop. And and I, I think that, um, you know, we run a really amazing company. Our revenue per employee is high. We have um, our goal here is the fewest amount of people coach to the highest level. Mm-hmm. And and I so I weird I believe that stat because I, I see it here. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Same. Absolutely. Um, can critical feedback or tough conversations count as a form of connection? Oh, um, yes, right. Like, like, in that direction, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, absolutely. I think they are the highest connectors, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, it's weird because you wouldn't, I mean, I, I at least I didn't think of it that way until it's why well, I started participating in those conversations and realizing, oh, Steven's not going to hold anything back, so I don't have to worry about if there's anything weird, because if there is, he would have told me, yeah. right? So then then everyone can relax, because we know we're giving each other the feedback we need to hear, so we can just focus on our work. Yeah. I mean, uh, did a storytelling workshop, taught eight people here to coach them to present in front of the company. Mm-hmm. I had dinner with them last night, so I was talking to um, Mikey, who's oh, one nice. of them. Yeah. Uh, on, on the team and and he this is the second time he has thanked me for giving him really critical feedback in front of a group of people mm-hmm. because it um it wasn't like it was mean it, it wasn't mean or anything. Yeah, you're not like ripping him yeah, well, yeah, yeah. going hey information yeah. right? information <laughs> yeah. and he's like is profoundly grateful because it helped him level up in another way right yeah and so him re- responding to me that way makes me like I I, I can coach him even harder, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. like like in a good way, and I know he's gonna respond. And he um uh he now has like set the table to like be like really a master because of because of this. And like yeah. that is a, like, you better believe like we are connected because of that. Right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I, what I heard just there is like he's shown you that he's able to, not only willing to, but able to receive whatever information and perspective you have so you can share it without trying to like pad it or work around ego or anything like that. You just be like, this is what I see. Yeah, exactly. And that's a lot easier because I feel like a lot of communication is trying to make sure you don't crack the eggshells or whatever, you know, and and the longer you work with somebody, more you build up trust, the more direct you can be without feeling like you're hurting their feelings or whatever. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, right. It's like why with like really good friends that you've had since childhood, Oh, this is top of mind because I just had some in town. I mean, in a non-professional way, I mean, you can just give them shit about stuff and it's <laughs> yeah. totally fine right. because you have laid that, that such a solid foundation of connection. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, so we always try to bring our values to life. And one of the ways that we do that is with assigning uh, supportive and slippery behavior. So can you rattle off a few of those for uh, connection? Yeah. I mean, I'll give a couple, right? So a slippery behavior is like, you know, being unclear, uh, supporting is being clear or just being direct. And I mean, a really practical example is somebody who has spinach in their teeth, mm-hmm. right? Like, 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 Hey, if my flies down, if I have spinach in my teeth, just it, tell me, help me out, help me out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that is like that for sure is, is, is connected. Right. So supporting would be, uh, so slippery would be letting somebody like, like go into a meeting with spinach on their teeth yeah. and supporting would be telling them <laughs> know, that's right? what we're like, like, but that's real. Um, 
if you can't tell somebody to spinach on their teeth, like how are you going to tell them their presentation sucks? Right. Um, <laughs> uh, another one is slippery would just be blaming uh, and the supporting would be apologizing. Mm. Right. That's, that's a really big thing. Um, uh, yeah. To understand. Ownership in there too. Ownership in there. Yeah. And I mean, another one would be um, hiding, um, avoiding telling half truths uh, and it's in, in supporting would be transparency and the, this example I'll give here is when we, you know, we went, we were always a Tuesday, Thursday company pre-pandemic. Yep. Pandemic happens. We go full remote. Then, you know, we're, we're, we're like that for all of 2020. Numerously, I message out like, hey, you want to go live somewhere else in the world. Like now's the time to do it. Like right. we don't know when we're going to be back. Yeah. And then in early 2021, I started kind of like, realizing a few people here had like full on moved, yeah. um, which is all good. But I started realizing, I'm like, huh, I think people might think that they're not going to have to come back Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And so I, um, they're talking around the entire company and was very transparent. Like, Hey, we are going to be back in the office. I, I don't know when, but I'm saying with 100% certainty, it's going to happen and we will give you a three month heads up. So if we decide it on April 1st, we won't make it mandatory till July 1st, but mm -hmm. it will be mandatory. And, um, and so I just need everybody to know that. And then flash forward to, uh, June, we decided we're going to bring everybody back in September mm -hmm. and did not talk like, Hey, um, it's June 15th. We're gonna bring everybody back September, September 15th. If you, if you have left the state, you're not planning on coming back. I, it's all good. I get it. People's life change. If you let us know by August 1st, we will, we will work with you. We'll give you severance. We'll do an exit plan. Mm -hmm. If you tell us August 2nd, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And, and like, well, like you could look at that a bunch of different ways, but I looked at it as being very direct and very clear. And I heard from numerous people, like they appreciated it. Mm -hmm. I think we had two people or three people move and didn't come back and that's all good. But there was no, room for blaming or or any issues because of how clear and direct the message was. And I haven't heard from people who, quite frankly, didn't want to come back to the office that early who did, who was like, hey, what I appreciate is you were very clear on the expectations and so you gave me the decision. Yeah. And and right. And like that is a real tactical example. Like if you can be really transparent with people, that is a that that creates a ton of connection. For sure. And even just saying, right, like the the temptation to game the system and go, all right, I'm just going to wait until it's convenient for me and then I'm going to tell you and then we got two weeks and blah, blah, blah. Um, you just kind of skip that whole part by being like, look, if you tell us before this date, we'll pretty much work out any kind yeah. of plan. And, so, and sometimes it was like a six month transition period or whatever, you know, but like skipping that whole bullshit of just like, oh yeah, no, no, cool, cool. I'm going to come back. I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, what a relief. And it just made it so much easier to plan and hire and all that. For sure. Yeah. Um, cool. So do you have a personal checkpoint that you make uh, to make sure that you're in good connection with others? I mean, I would say it's a practice and like anything, uh, sometimes some people it's really easy with, some people it's difficult. I, I think some my my immediate family, right? I love them. They're amazing. They live in Colorado in a town called Kaya with no stoplights. Uh -huh. And so, like, I have a I use Todoist, and which is just a you know a productivity reminder checklist system. And every Thursday, I get a reminder to call one member of my family 
on the way home from work. Yeah. And so I just pick up the phone. Who did I call last week? Just call somebody different. <laughs> right. So that's just one little thing that I, I try and do um, because that's that is an out of sight, out of mind. People that I see every day, it's really easy. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I would say that. And then back to the when I'm with somebody, I try and be very present. It's very mm-hmm. rarely I'm on my phone if I'm with, with a person. So I would say uh, there's a little little life hack and just setting reminders for the stuff you struggle with. Yep. And then if you can just be present, you're you're there. How yeah. about you? Love that. Same thing. Uh, phone phone rule is like not even just flipped over, just out of sight, out of mind. So yeah. I'm not even reaching for it. Um, turn it on, do not disturb, that kind of thing. And then, yeah, I build in um, reminders for everybody's birthday for like two weeks before that buy a gift and then reminders say oh, happy yeah. birthday on the day and then like uh, folks that I don't have like a regular call already set up with or connection point with yeah just like you know every month or so hey just ping them say what's up uh, and then also like a little list of if I find an article that I think would be cool for someone else or is like really in their their wheelhouse oh, of yeah, interest, yeah. I'm like oh let's just send it their way and it's good call you know pull a little little uh spot of sunshine in their day, I guess. <laughs> oh, for sure. No, that, that's yeah. a good call. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I, I don't know how uh, there's something like, uh, people don't always remember what happens, but they'll always remember how you make them feel. Yeah. Um, would you agree with the statement? People always remember how you make them feel. Oh, for sure. I mean, you know, in my monthly and quarterly one-on-ones with everybody, you have to give feedback and, but you have to give like appreciation and coaching and, um, and you know, you have an opportunity to really, um, make somebody feel a certain way mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, what's really, really interesting. I, I think a lot of people, so good, or I think we, we encourage connection. We have resources to do, you know, dinners and things outside of work. Uh, I think inherently for flock leaders and flock stars, it, it gets it gets hard to keep up with it. I think it's yeah. a really big time commitment. Yeah. And in what I was talking to Hannah about, who's my assistant, who we talk all the time, and you know her and I talk more than anybody, and we spend the um, um, you know first few minutes of our weekly one on one, just like shooting shit about the weekend. I give her appreciation always, and we do this every meeting. And so um, I was talking to her about this. I, I, I go, you know, do you and I ever have to, go, like, I, was like, I was like, how connected do you think we are? Like, do, I, do you and I ever have to do anything outside of work? And she's yeah. like, no. Right? She's like, no, <laughs> no we are. <laughs> we are extremely like dialed in. And so, but that is like from um, a lot of experience, but right, like like I, I, um, I give her appreciation um, all the time. She earns it, mm-hmm. make no mistake about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you flip that around to people or friends in the outside world. I love fashion. So I will comment on what somebody is wearing all the time. Like I love it. And it makes people feel so amazing. Like to comment on their hair, their fingernails or their, their outfits. It's really <laughs> weird in the work environment anymore. I'm like, I'm like, I don't right. know if this is okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. that's why I, like, so that's why I said like, like friends in the outside world. Yeah. But you have a, if you can take a moment and then make somebody's day. Um, that is a powerful, uh, uh, a weapon to, to, to have. Right. Right. Weapons sure. right word. It, I know. It, it, it's powerful. <laughs> magic. It's powerful yeah, magic. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> How about you? Yeah. Connection magic. Um, uh, same thing. Just like, like looking for opportunities to, um, I guess remark on something that someone clearly put a lot of thought into yeah. or is like maybe excited about. Um, but yeah, I think the, it may be more than what happens or what is said, the feeling that is the thing that sticks with me the longest in most any interaction. And that ultimately becomes like a, 
kind of like an internal picture of the person to me is like, Oh, Ooh. when I think of them, like the way that I feel around them most often is like what comes, comes to me, you know, it's not like, Oh, we had this conversation and that conversation It's just like, Oh yeah, that, that's kind of how, how they are. Um, and that's, uh, kind of like what you're saying of, of building up a long term connection or a foundational relationship with someone is the more, the more reps you have or the more investment you put into that, the more complete that picture can be, uh, versus just like, you know, you've got a couple sticky notes or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a, a masterpiece. Yeah, for sure. And again, this goes back to, it happens over time with stacking of small moments. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Worth it for sure. Um, so what is a vision for wild success for connection, uh, that you have for good or that would get, go beyond anything you've, uh, you've dreamed up so far? Oh man. I mean, I think this would be a tall tale to ask, but uh, we'll, we'll do a podcast on using on words, uh-huh, but I yeah. think if we got to a place where everybody here could use their words correctly and they could ask for exactly what they wanted, they could, um, communicate like in a fully transparent way, it would be, I don't know, a wild utopia, right? Yeah. Like that's like, that is like, that's where my mind went of just, if we created a world where everybody here can, um, like, like, you know, um, coolly, calmly, like set boundaries, like, like ask for what, what, what they want, tell people no, um, that would be quite incredible. Yeah. Well, we're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Con- I, think, I think we're in a pretty good place, but yeah, for sure. It's like, you got to train confidence, <laughs> clarity, uh, courage, all those things. That's a little alliteration there. Well, I'm sure there's other things, but yeah. And depersonalizing, yeah. um, right. I mean, I, I fucked up all, up all the time where, you, you have to depersonalize when you're just stating facts, right? Mm-hmm. And and I think that that right this would this is why it would be really really hard. Um, but one of the reasons I think we're so bad at feedback is we as people we are worried so worried about what the other person's going to say, mm-hmm. and right and like instead of we instead right if we get to a place where we report we get feedback like we report the weather like what's the temperature out or what, what time is it. 402. Yeah. Right. It's 402. Uh, how's the presentation? Like, oh, uh, it's pretty sloppy. It was confusing. I uh, saw a lot of uh, um, um, image mistakes. And um, I'm not sure what the what the actual message was. Mm-hmm. Right. If you could just like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah. that person was, was like, oh, go on. Like, like, right. Yeah. yeah like, like, uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Or, 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 or no, they would, if they didn't, they probably weren't, they weren't, oh, oh, okay. If they were like, oh, oh, man, really? Let's, let's hear it. Right. Right. right? You know, like, if people could just sh- like, show up in that way would be quite incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause if your goal is to give a great presentation, you're not trying to nurse your wounds for getting feedback that yeah. it wasn't great. You're trying to figure out how to make it great. Yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's head over to circle bar here. Uh, what's one thing you want to answer again or didn't get to bring it up? I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think, uh, uh, I think I got everything. How about you? Anything, anything you want to get in on? Hmm. I feel like we pretty much covered it. Uh, any like advice, next actions, something to kind of summarize it? What, what's the... Well, right. I think if you are, if you're struggling with connection, right, whether it's maybe it's your siblings or friends from back home, what Sean and I talked about, like setting reminders. So if you have a system, I mean, you can easily put that, like put something in your calendar, but you know, like there is ways to set up systems to like reach out to the people that mean stuff to you. Mm-hmm. And so I really like, like would really, really encourage that. And then if you're an organization or a team, I would spend all of my energy on creating uh, spaces for people to have better, more direct conversations more often instead of working on 
a buying a ping pong table or setting up a happy hour or trust falls. <laughs> yeah, 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 right, for yeah. sure. Oh man, pro tip on the the direct conversations. Can't tell you how many times this has happened in like coaching calls. Um, but nine times out of 10, you're already telling someone else the exact thing you think, feel, and want want someone to hear. Yeah. You're just telling the wrong person, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So like, listen to what you're saying when you're talking to a friend or a coworker, or maybe it's coming out as gossip or, or complaining. Whatever you're saying is like, oh, that's if you just point that toward the person who needs to hear it, you've got your tough conversation mapped out completely and it's probably going to go very well. Yeah. 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 That's good. That, that's actually an amazing tip. I was actually just thinking about a, a recent example that I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I was doing. Right. Check. Because we know it. Yeah. We just, it's hard to just say it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Well, thanks, Stephen. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, until next time, be excellent to each other. Thanks for listening to the Culture Gooder podcast. To submit questions for the podcast, learn more about our culture, and learn how you can status the quote challenge, head over to gooder.com culture. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you're listening, including on YouTube, where you can now watch all of our new episodes. Who knows? You might even catch a glimpse of Carl at our headquarters if he's not already passed out at the tiki bar from all the margaritas.